Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Exciting Us. This week we have a special guest, my mother-in-law, Nancy. With Mother's Day around the corner, we thought it would be great to discuss what it was like to raise a child that has anxiety in a time when mental health was not taken as seriously as it is today. I'm not there this week, but I'm there in spirit. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms and stay safe with me. We're here with my mom, Nancy, and she's going to give us a mother's perspective on anxiety and having a child with anxiety today. Um, So say hello. Hi. (laughs) And would you want to do a preface this with something? Uh, Oh, yes. Um, This is my first time ever on a podcast. (laughs) Um, We have been talking about it off and on for a year, maybe. Yeah. And um, uh, Lindsay's here visiting me and she kind of asked me yesterday about it. So I'm, we're together. I figured Mother's Day is coming up or it's Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, mine as well. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we're going to get started with some questions. I have some questions, but we can talk about other things too. Um, so first off, what do you know about anxiety? I actually know very little. Um until very recently, because I started looking into it more when, um, oh, well, when we were talking about doing the podcast, actually. But um, I'd heard about it. I heard it was something that other people dealt with. Um, to be honest with you, don't get mad. <laughs> don't get mad. <laughs> okay. um, just to be dead honest, um, I'm older than you, obviously. And I just thought anxiety was just, oh, people are just, you know, ner- get, they get nervous and they kind of use anxiety as an excuse mm-hmm. or they just wanted to have a label to give a title to something so they can use it as an excuse maybe to um just kind of like cover up what they're cover, doing yeah or to get out of doing something or how they've been feeling yeah and they just kind of put this blanket thing it's i have anxiety and i just was okay whatever and i kind of would just dismiss it which is probably wasn't the right thing to do. And right. We're talking about years ago, like when you were younger and right. anxiety became this new word that was being thrown around a lot. And um, yeah, so like on Schitt's Creek, I don't know if you remember, but they talk about how, oh, anxiety attack. This is what people would say that you have for PR to cover up like you having a mental breakdown or something. Right. And so that's like a, a little scene on that show and they talk about it and he's like, no, I don't, anxiety, that's not, that's not a real thing. That's just a PR cover up for mental breakdowns. And they're like, no, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like they kind of minimize, minimize yeah. what it was. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I had no idea that you could have physical, um, like reactions, reactions. Yeah. I thought it was all mental, you know, type of situation and your feelings, but not, yeah. Until you got sick that time. Yeah. And um, so that kind of brings us to our next question, which is, um, at what point did you realize that I had anxiety and what was your reaction? Was it when I told you? Yes. Yeah. I never saw you acting differently than I thought was normal. You just thought it was all normal behavior? Yeah. I didn't know you were going through what you were going through. Yeah. And to be honest, when you told me when you were older... It really upset me that I didn't notice. I should have picked up on something. Like yeah. I was a bad mom. Like yeah, 
I didn't do my job. Like I, I, we were going through a lot back then with me leaving your father. So I was distracted and had a million things going on in my mind. And you always got really good grades. You had very good study habits. You were very independent since you were fifth grade, 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have to worry about you. Yeah. You were good. As far as I know, Lindsay's good. Yeah. I had to worry about your brothers. Your brothers were lazier. <laughs> they would get in trouble a lot. They got more. They picked on each other, and yeah. they gave me. A, they gave me a lot of trouble, you know. And I didn't have to worry about. Oh, Lindsay's fine. I would like not even have to think about you because I knew you. You would get up, get dressed, take a shower, get your breakfast, pack your lunch, and be at the bus stop early. Mm-hmm. The boys were opposite of you, and I had to always get on them. Always get on them. So I was like, Oh, Lindsay's good. You yeah. know, I didn't, so I figured you were fine. You took care, you were taking care of yourself. I didn't know when you started having these, um, symptoms, fe- symptoms and feelings. Yeah. You didn't tell me if yeah. you did, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I didn't know that those were signs or symptoms of anxiety. Cause back then anxiety was this new thing. It was like a new yeah. buzzword, so to speak. I don't think I knew what anxiety really was until I was in college. Really? I don't think anybody really explained because they don't really talk about mental health when you're growing up. They just talk about physical health and sexual health and like all those sorts of things. They don't really talk about mental health. And I think that it would have been helpful for someone in high school because like you hear about people like maybe they commit suicide or something like that, like teenage suicide. Right. But the rates weren't as bad when I was growing up as they are now. And so they they didn't talk about it as much. But we did know people who, who had relatives or siblings who may have committed suicide but it wasn't something that people really talked about well like if you weren't feeling right about like if something was uncomfortable for you and you told somebody a teacher or a parent and you said i really don't want to do that i don't feel i, I just that makes me nervous that makes me scared They're like oh suck it up you'll be fine get out there and right. do your dance recital or yeah get or you're and, just nervous because you you're nervous about your performance you have butterflies yeah, it's you normal gotta, it's normal see, the boy you have a big soccer game come to right. you know, getting ready to start you'll be fine and, i mean when i was in high school i not only went to school i went to governor's school i had rehearsals i was in a competition a comp- I, I used to compete and then when I stopped competing, I was in a ensemble that performed. Yeah, and you had and then I had a job, a part-time job. And then I did my homework and I hung out with my friends. Like, I was crazy busy. Yeah. I mean, before you, before that age, you were in competition dance and had, yeah. dan- you had dance classes almost every night. And yeah. then you had rehearsals on the weekend. And you were getting really good grades, so you were studying. So like I said, you you were like you had you had your shit together. Sorry, yeah. can I cuss on here? Yeah, you can cuss. Yeah, yeah, we're you an can. explicit co- uh, content. <laughs> but you, you know, you had it together. And like I said, to me, I would never have thought that you were having any anxiety mm-hmm. issues. I think about like how I left one of my dance studios um, when I left Danceland, mm-hmm. and how I felt like I was being bullied at that that place and. Um, being there, picked on and being told, oh, your injuries aren't serious, your injuries aren't real, or you're just faking well, and kind of stuff like that. I think that might have been when my anxiety well, was those spiking girl, a lot. Those girls were in a clique. Yeah. And they were, had been there for years and years since they were probably four or five years old. And you, right. were, you were the newcomer. Yeah. And you were a good dancer. And um, the teacher would leave you in charge sometimes. And I think that upset them. They not Maybe jealousy, but... She left me in charge. I remember one time... You I don't told, remember that. 
for just one time she had to go to the um, class across the hall that mm-hmm. had like four-year-olds or something because mm-hmm. the teacher was having a hard time dealing with the three and four-year-olds. And y'all had just gone over some sequence of dance like um, oh because I was good with choreography you were really good at remembering choreography and so and then they would change it and you would catch on really right away so she was going over this choreography then she had to rush to the other room so she just went Lindsay come up here and do this you know this what is it called move it was a whole sequence eight count do this next do the go do the next two eight counts and so you know you guys you know look at Lindsay and then she I think she you said she just left you and and you had to do this, and I can't remember now. But did they? Um, did they listen to me? Did they do it? Did they do that? I don't remember this at all. You don't? No, because you came out like mom. I had to go. You know, she had no. to leave. It was, and then she came back. But you were the new person. You only been there for maybe you know, and you got on the dance like a year, or something. and you had to. Try I got out. immediately onto the dance. You team. tried out. Yeah. You got on the dance team right away, and they, which I think was not something everybody ever did. Well. I don't know either, but I know that these girls, have, you have to try out, and these yeah. girls have been there for a while, and they had to make it on the team, and you're this new person, um, and you got on it right away, and then they had that, those three or four girls had to click together, and they excluded you yeah. all the time, and you, I know you would come home from dance class and rehearsals upset. Yeah. But yeah, I just I thought that. that was regular teenage girl angst, you know, oh, you know, they yeah. don't like me, and, you know, they're, they're you know, these girls called me, you know. Yeah, it was hard. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, how did you feel when I told you how bad my anxiety was? Like when I had those panic attacks and stuff, it really, was it scary? It was, uh, yeah. It, well, Jake was with you. Yeah. Y'all had, were dating. We I were think living together. Y'all had li- moved in together. Yeah. You were getting your master's mm-hmm. and you were working. Full- I was almost done with my master's. You were working full time and going to class four nights a week. And studying on the weekends, I don't know how you did it. Um, but Jake was with you, living with you, and you told me that you or he. One time he called me or talked to me. And said he, you were in the hospital. I went to urgent care, emergency room. Yeah, you couldn't. breathe. No, I wasn't in the emergency room. I was in urgent care. Okay, but you couldn't breathe. Yeah, and I was like, what? You know, and you were having all these symptoms, and he was, you know, it was really scary. And I was like, wait, 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 and it was stemmed from. You said um, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, they did like an EKG test. They tried to see if I was having any brain issues. They did an MRI or MRI. No, not the MRI. That was it's like a CAT scan or something. Yeah, EKG yeah. CAT scan. Yeah, yeah. and but, they determined, yep, it's just anxiety attacks. It's a and, panic attack, and then that's when they um, diagnosed me with panic disorder. So. Okay, two things. First, I was worried about you and the fact that you were like four hours away and I couldn't just go to you and make sure you're okay. Yeah. That was horrible. And um, and be there, physically be there. And then, and don't get mad. What? <laughs> but when they said, oh, I was having an anxiety attack, I said, oh, okay, it was not that big deal. Oh. So I thought it's just her anxiety. It's almost like people who have like a heart, like they have a heart attack and yeah. realize it's just a, um, angina. angina or yeah. pan- they're having a panic attack. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so it's not that big a deal. It's not well, that serious. Well, it's not as big a deal. Yeah. Right. But I mean, me, I'm not offended. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to think I'm dismissing this no, or minimi- no, no. minimalism. I mean, whatever. it's not as, like, serious, but it is still, like, scary. It was scary for It you. was scary. It was so scary. Because I was just like, oh. And then, 
um, I said, wow, this is, you know, this is, this is, she's really going through something here. And I know, like I said, you were working full time and trying to get mm-hmm. your master's and, you know, you had no time for, no, you had no time to breathe. And I was just yeah. like, wow, this is really affecting her. You know, she's just way, she's just pushing herself way too hard. And, mm-hmm. and I was, that's what I was trying to think. And part of it was because you just were pushing yourself too hard. You were doing, yeah. you were overdoing it. I mean, it. it could, it could have been that. That's now probably what happened. I know you had, but some it also I was taking certain medications, and they were having a. I had a bad reaction to the medication, and so I was taking. I can't remember now what it was, but it was like an anxiety medication that I, I don't take anymore. I stopped taking like immediately after that, and then um, my doctor, because we were trying to figure out what was what was wrong with me, so she uh, applied, uh, uh, not applied, prescribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a steroid and that steroid and the anxiety medication she had me on and the interaction caught one of the side effects was uh severe panic attacks oh great so that's why i had those panic attacks i looked it up afterwards and i was like why this medication they were like telling me about my medications that i was on and stuff and i looked it up the side effects of taking both of them at the same time because you can do that on the on the internet yeah you can look up i take this medication this medication are there any bad side effects and that was one of the side effects and it's very very rare so you're taking anxiety medicine and it was and it caused you a panic attack because you had this. Because I had the steroid with it. Yeah. I'm surprised the doctor didn't know that. But Well, apparently it's so rare that she didn't think it was going to happen. And also, to the fact that you were, at the time... Actually, it was a man, I think. He, uh, Is that a man? But you're vegan. Anyway. And you were very strictly vegan back then, too. Yeah. And then you had some lack of vitamin D. Yeah. There's a couple yeah, other things Yeah, she thought it was, was all on. sorts of different things. Is my vitamin D deficiency... Um, she thought it was something else. I mean, we, we thought we were trying to figure out what it was and just came out to realize that it was the fact that I was taking that steroid on top of my medication. Like we did all sorts of blood panels and stuff. I remember that. And I remember the other thing that having Jake there and he was telling me how, or saying how, um, scary it was and how he was going to take care of you and that you've been, he was good to deal with it yeah like you didn't scare him away I can't remember yeah it was, a while ago. It was something remember. like that yeah and I was so happy that he was open and caring and wanted to be there with you no matter what yeah because not all guys w- would stay when some, yeah if, if their girlfriend or whatever um is going through all these issues what you said mental health issues yeah and um he was in it <laughs> yeah he was in it deep <laughs> he was in, it, in it to win it I yeah but i was so that made me feel a little bit better but the yeah. fact that he was um validating it so to speak mm-hmm. that you're going through this and you something you deal with all the time and that, yeah. that he's very aware when you're having good days and bad days and what, I guess, are your triggers or something yeah. like that. Um, it started becoming more real to me. And then uh, probably around that time, I'm not sure when it was when you told me that you were having all these feelings back in high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that I, even though you were, you know, brothers and sisters pick on each other and fight and stuff, but you had some very strong feelings for your older brother and, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and like he probably was one of the ones that probably caused you some anxiety issues. When you say strong feelings, you mean like 
that I like didn't like him, right? Right. You had the way you said it sound different. Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) no, I meant strong. Like you were upset with him. Yeah. You got really mad about things that he would say because he he would say some ugly. Yeah, a lot of the things he would say, like picking on me and stuff, it would. I mean, I would take them to heart. Like it would really hurt my feelings. Yeah. He still does it today. Yeah. He'll still do it. He's almost. He's. 32, 30, he's 31 years old and he will just, you know, lose it sometimes. Yeah. Well, he has a temper, so. Um, oh, next question. Uh, what do you think caused my anxiety? I know we talked about that a teeny bit. Um, but I know we discussed it yesterday about how we think maybe it was like, I don't know if it was the environment of like you and dad's like relationship and. Well, I the do stress and tension that we felt growing up. We did move a lot. Yeah. Um, not for, you know, every two or three years we rented a different house because the lease would end. Um, we had a landlady that passed away. Um, really? Was, Which one? Um, in Pine Ridge, the one with the, that let us have the cat. <gasps> oh, that's right. And, and their sons had the son and da- The son and daughter from out of town was selling the house, and they said we could buy it, but it was a really ugly house. Yeah, it needed a lot of work. It had <laughs> it old was so, 70s wallpaper it was or whatever. Dark. Yeah. It was old. It's in a nice neighborhood. It's probably one of the ugliest houses in that nice neighborhood. You can't really see it from the street either. But, um... <laughs> We didn't want to buy it, and we couldn't. We weren't our credit, whatever. We couldn't get a. We couldn't get into a mortgage at that time, anyway. So we had to move again. And even though we tried to keep you guys in the same school system, so you could be with your friends and same teachers, but you know, all of a sudden, two years later, you're in a different bedroom and you're at a different bus stop, and that's changed. Pack everything up and move again. And then yeah. two years later, pack everything up, move again. Three yeah. years later. And then it just got to the point where I left your father. You were about 13. 13. Yeah. And then what was really cool is that we were able to get a little beach house um, in Virginia Beach um, and uh, winter rental, they called it. And the one that we all thought we were going to get got messed up by Hurricane Isabel. Yeah. I so at the last second, again, another change, we had to get this other house. And, of course, your father wasn't there because yeah. he had moved to another house. Right. And so it's me and you you guys, me and the kids, and I'm trying to deal with me and all the stuff I had to go through and trying to get you to dance class, your brothers to soccer, soccer practice because they were in travel soccer and yeah. their soccer games. And for the first few weeks we were there, we had no, no tel- phone service. No phone yeah. service because um, the hurricane had knocked all, knocked all that out. We had power. And, um, I remember that. That's the reason why we got a cell phone. Yeah. That's why you, that's why you got your first cell phone. Well, (laughs) it turned into my cell phone. Yeah. I had to get a second cell phone just so you can, I could keep one at the house in case you need to call 911 or needed to call me. Right. Or I needed to call you. Right. And then as time went by, then we got our phone service and stuff like that. You kind of somehow got the other cell phone. Because because they recommended at governor's school that we would get, we needed a cell phone in case we stayed late after rehearsal and need to get a hold of a parent. Do you need to explain what governor's school is? Oh. Um, maybe <laughs> governor school is governor school for the arts, which is in Norfolk, Virginia. It's a arts program that I attended, um, as part of the public school program, a public school system. Um, so after my classes were over at my high home base, high school, 
I would go to a dance studio. Now they have a full school, like where everybody right. goes to central school. You have to but, try out. Not, yeah. You can't just say, I want to do this. You yeah, have to, like, audition. intensive tryouts and yeah. make it. And they have... Um, it's basically the, pre-professional training. And you get these, like, college teachers and mm-hmm. professional... And master's classes. And professional yeah. teachers. It's better than just going to a little dance studio. Yeah. Um, but they have theater. They have um, orchestra. It's all the arts. And it's all for yeah. free. Yeah, orchestra was instrumental. Yeah. There's musical theater. Um, there's some pretty famous people who went to my school. So if you... <laughs> you know anybody who's gone to governor school for the arts you know that it's a pretty pretty special place so but it's um it's um an honor to be yeah chosen to go and but so she wouldn't get home till at about five o'clock at night Five thirty. leave it something like six that, something yeah. your bus would come at six something to get to school no i would go between one and four no no i meant your high school started oh yeah high your, school you, started you had high school in the morning yeah and then you'd go to the arts program yeah at governor school so she was gone from six something in the morning till five and then she'd have to do homework yeah or she had to go or to dance. went to work and then at one point, oh, you weren't doing this right. You didn't do dance then. Once yeah. she once she started high school and all that, she stopped doing competition dance and travel. We had to travel for that yeah. and classes. So she um, would go to work and she worked the weekends and then did homework. So yeah, it I was pretty intense as a high schooler. <laughs> yeah. So um, what were we talking about? We were. T- <laughs> We were talking Sorry. about anything caused my anxiety. Were you squirrel. talking about right squirrel? squirrel. <laughs> uh, were you talking about um, why would it cause it? Oh, so like when we were in Sandbridge. Yeah, so in Sandbridge, at one point, uh, when I knew things were probably getting really intense between um, negatively uh, between her brother and herself. Uh, yeah, it was bad. We were um, the house is in that area. It's a resort area. People rent them every during the summertime, week by week. And the house is on still. It's on the pylons or pylons or whatever. So it's up in the air and you have to, there's a nice little deck out front. You had to go down all these stairs to get to the driveway. And Lindsay decided she'd had enough and she made a rope. You weren't home. Yeah. I think I just started going out. Maybe. I don't remember where I was, but I found out the next day you weren't in your bed. Yeah. I went to wake you up or talk to you. Your door was locked and I could not get you to answer me. That really scared them. I thought, so, I don't know what had happened to you. Mm-hmm. And finally, I opened, I forgot how I got the door open now. But I mean, anyway. It was like a hairpin or something. And I opened it up and you weren't there and your window was open. And I looked out the window and you had made a rope out of sheets and tied them to your bed. And you climbed out of your window yeah. and ran away. I actually fell. Um, so the sheets don't go all the way down. So when it, it they comes they down to the enough. end, it wasn't long enough. So I had to jump. And thankfully, I didn't hurt myself. And then you walked how far to your friend's house? I walked down the main street in Sandbridge, um, which are ditches on both sides of the road, and a two-lane road. With big trucks that come down. With, yeah, and it's very dark. It's it's not the safest road. And a bus driver picked me up. What? A school bus driver picked me up. At what time was this? And I was probably halfway down the road at that point, and it was probably like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was later that you jumped out. No. So yeah, we I finally yeah that was pretty bad because you went to a friend's house. We, they had like a little people could live there year round, but they were off, off the main area in a neighborhood. So you had to walk quite a while, quite a bit to get there. But you said you got a bus, okay? Yeah, a school bus driver, like a public school bus driver, picked me up. And she dropped you off where? At Sarah's house. Okay. Wow. It wasn't like Cody's or whatever's house mm-hmm. it was there. Okay. So no, Cody lived in Sandbridge, remember? Yeah. 
so wait, Sarah and Southgate? Mm-hmm. Oh. I was thinking that you were over at the other neighborhood. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was intense and that's when I realized that she um something was going on, you know. That but, I wasn't okay. That, <laughs> that things were really bothering you and I and and I I remember I went to school and you called the school to see if I was there and they called me to the office. I wasn't been like out on my science class or something when you when I got called down to the office. Mm-hmm. I was in middle school. I, yeah, I, um, yeah, because you were 13. Yeah. I just, um. And yeah, then that, you picked me up and we went to lunch somewhere. I just remember that was a bad morning. <laughs> we went to Friendly's, I think it was. Friendly's? Yeah, it was like, there was a Friendly's on the corner of oh, General yeah, Booth yeah. and Nemo. Yeah, yeah, it's been a bunch of things since then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I remember just, that. I just figured. I just remember the red booths. I just remembered I needed to see what was going on with you. I needed to talk to you. Yeah, you were like, what's going on? And also you thought it was dumb that I went to school. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I vaguely remembered this. I just remembered the sheets out the window and I and the fact that I didn't know where you were. That's the mother's worst, worst, worst feeling. Yeah. You know, and I just figured you'd always be okay. You're Lindsay. You're smart. Yeah. You get good grades. You make good decisions. You know, yeah. you're the one I never would have to worry about, you know. Um, but yeah. yeah, you were going. But it's always those people who you feel like you don't have to worry about who have things they're dealing with that they don't talk about. Right. And nobody talked about it. Yeah. They, everybody kept it. I mean, every, back then you just would, you know, swallow it and go mm-hmm. on, move on, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you know, but, you know, not, but now I know what you went through. It's just, oof. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm just thinking that all the times we moved, the fact that you, we divorced mm-hmm. when you were 13 and then we finally, I got a house for about four years. That was before all through your high school. We stayed in one spot. In Red Mall, yeah. And so then you went to VCU. Mm-hmm. You were gone off to camp. I hated being there. And you want to know why? Why? Because I had no independence because I didn't have a job. I didn't have my own money. For the first time in, like, years, I had no way. I feel like I was stuck. Yeah, you had your meal plan card thing. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, that was it. You had curfews and restrictions. And, and my roommates are horrible. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was bad. A, that was a bad year. But then yeah. you came home. Yeah, then I came home. And then I, I stayed for six months. You were my roommate. And then I moved out. I, had, I saved so, enough rent to move to move out and yeah. get a place or at least get a roommate. Place with so a roommate. you were working and going to school. Yeah, I was working. You always work. Pretty much full time. And well, almost full time. They wouldn't let me work actual full time. Um, and then going to school full time for a long time until my senior year when I decided I need to take a break and slow down to actually finish and then be able to study for the um, GMAT to get into grad school. I needed to take less classes to make time you, for that. You moved back home. I did move back home briefly for like, like four or five months, maybe. Yeah. But the, your brothers were driving you crazy. Oh my God, again. they were driving me crazy. Well, you have to realize, okay, at this point I had bought, I finally, I had been renting for 10 years, whether while I was with her father, then we divorced and then I was renting on my own with the kids 
and like throughout her whole high school years, you know, I was there for four and a half years and I was able to buy something all by myself with my one income. And the only thing I could find that was good enough that was not falling apart was a townhouse. It's and a nice townhouse. It's an end unit at three bedrooms, had a fireplace, had a garage. Um, but Lindsay, when I told her I was looking to buy something because I couldn't believe I was going to be able to afford it or qualify, she goes, don't worry about me. I love being in Richmond and I'm going to um, get a job and I'm going to stay in Richmond. I love being in the city. So don't worry about me because I'm never moving back home. And what did she do? She moved back home. <laughs> yeah, I slept on the couch. No, no, no. The first time. Oh, we, no. The first time we shared your room. So luckily I wasn't dating anybody seriously because I had a queen's, no, a full size bed and you had my a twin, twin bed. bed and I had a dresser and like a desk and she had a dresser and a bookcase and a desk and another end table. I had an end table. Well, we didn't put everything in there. It was like wall to wall furniture. And then we had to share this, um, it was considered a full bath, but it was a shower stall and one <laughs> sink with some shelves over the toilet with yeah. all her hair care, my hair care, <laughs> our makeup, our Nail yeah, polish, it was our pretty crazy. Our, curling, our flat irons, our curling irons, our blow dryers. Yeah. And then luckily I had two small but closets. When I moved back, I think we're missing like important part of the story, which probably relates to my like anxiety, which is I got dumped oh, really that, badly. Oh, that's right. And my my ex-boyfriend was still friends with my quote unquote best friend at the time. We're still friends now, but at the time she I, we were not friends at, at after that because she chose him over me and I was mad. Well, the whole time you were at VCU, you could They were be, hanging out. They were hanging out because they were friends. And yeah. you, you guys, all three of you guys hung out before you went to VCU. Yeah. And then... But I took that breakup really badly. You did, huh? I was just crying all day long. Of course, he did it when you were out of town. Yeah, I was like in Florida visiting my dad. That was like, and he was drunk too. And then I tried to call my best friend, and of course she was there too. So Wait, she was, was drunk. Drinking. Abe. Abe. Okay, like your dad. Your no. dad was drunk a lot. Oh, too. my dad was drunk a lot too. So that's another story. Yeah, that's another. Um, that's another podcast. That's, that's another, another episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so like that, I when I my therapist at the time, I remember her saying like she wishes that girls would be told never to date from high school to college the same person. I remember her telling me that because she was like. There's this, what do you mean the same? What do you mean? There's like this study that she did that if girls are dating the same guy when they're in high school and then into college, oh. they always pick things for the guy instead of picking things for themselves. And she's found that like a lot of girls do that. What do you mean pick things? Like instead of saying like, I want to do this for me, they do. I want to do this because, oh, he'll like that I'm doing that or he'll like this. Thing that I'm that he, uh, like maybe he wants me to do this okay. you know what I mean what? we have bells ringing <laughs> sorry I'm trying to turn the sound off because my we're using my Jake's computer and his text messages keep going off okay that's what the sound is yeah so anyway um but yeah so that was something that I learned at that time I didn't like that therapist though she was like kind of like a I guess it was like she was telling me things that I didn't want to hear at the time, I think, you know. Does that mean she's a bad therapist? No. 
I'm not saying she's a bad therapist or a bad person. I'm just saying I didn't like her at the time. Oh, because she was telling you the truth. Because she was telling me the things that I didn't want to hear. Oh. And basically, it took me a long time to realize that she was right and to move on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think all this stuff between moving and your dad and I getting divorced and and then... And then probably, like, the traumatic breakup that I had. Yeah, so when, there was some trauma going on when we were younger, like, with, like, I could hear you guys fighting and stuff a lot. But we didn't fight fight. No, I meant, like, like never, yelling at each other and stuff. Like, I could hear, you guys would be, like, in your bathroom, but I could hear you in my bedroom. I didn't really think we argued that much. And I would, that, like, cry myself to sleep. Really? Yeah. Over in Southgate? Mm-hmm. Now, see, oh, after that big time, that big moment, the big fight? I don't know if it was after that. Because I just remember reading Narnia, listening to Nelly Furtado, and crying Aww. myself to sleep because I can hear you guys fighting. It had to have been afterwards because at that point I got my voice yeah. and I stood up to your dad finally. Yeah. Before that, I would just be that like, That time okay. when he yelled at me when I was brushing my teeth, like that was, that still sticks in my head too. That was the, that was the point where yeah. I decided I'm done. Yeah. And after that, I spoke my mind. I mean, I, I always would speak speak my mind like you know about things but I would just like brush things aside and not want to cause a fight with him and just did whatever he said and just agreed with him and um probably and that probably is why he was so shocked when I finally said I'm out of here because he didn't know there was anything wrong (laughs) yeah yeah he didn't realize anything was up (laughs) but then but then I started voicing my opinion and talent and stood on, stood on, stood my own ground. So that's mm-hmm. probably what you were hearing. Cause yeah. he was probably like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. So I'm sorry. I didn't know you, it made you cry. It's okay. Oh my God. Um, so last question, how has our relationship changed since growing up since then? I actually think our relationship has changed a lot. Cause when I moved to DC, I remember I didn't want to talk to you for a while. Not, not a lot. Why? Because it just reminded me of, like, you would talk a lot about, like, what's going on with Chris, what's going on with John, and I wanted to get away from all that for a while. Uh, I wanted to get away from, like, the day-to-day drama, the this and see, that. I was, see, I was just trying to think, and I was just filling you in what's happening so you yeah. can so you know what's happening. You know. But, like, for the longest time, like, I think, like, I didn't feel like you understood me, I think. I, I, prob- I don't think I did. Yeah. You were probably... You probably did pick up on the right thing because I, I, um, you always said that you were going to be the first one to leave. Yeah. You're like, and I knew you were in the, you were always, like I said, so very independent. And I always, as close as we were in all of our, um, road trips for dance competitions and we had to go out of state and all the times we had, especially when I started doing dance and we were doing hair and makeup and costumes and all those long hours at the, Dance, dance studio. Dance yeah. studio. Well, even at the competition places, all day yeah. long performances. Yeah. Um, we had so much fun in the hotels and stuff. And then, um, you know, and then it's like, I'm going to be the first one out of here. You know, you're going to be the first one to fly the coop, so to speak. Yeah. And I was, it, the first time you ever said that to me, I was like, it was, it kind of took me, you know, kind of like a smack in the face for a second. And mm-hmm. I was just like, why do you want to leave? It's, I'm here. Why do you? It's like you're leaving you me. me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I said, "Don't you like me anymore?" <laughs> yeah. And but I understood you needed to, you know, be on your own because you've always been independent. You want to see the world. You want to experience all these things. I mm. thought, okay, well, you know, she's smart and she's gonna do okay. Um, but then there's, 
for most people, you know, you can be smart and stuff and you want to do it, but if you don't have the social maturity or whatever, you can't always do that. But I didn't realize till later how bad you wanted to get away from everything and the reminders and your brothers. And, um, so I was trying to let you go. I was trying to let you like release you and let you become who you are and experience life and, um, you know, and just, you know, let it like, and my parents let me go off to college and I live in the dorm, you know, and got apartments and stuff. But you didn't go very far. But you know what? I didn't have a car, and my dad hated driving. He would not go through that Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel. <laughs> and um, I would only come home for holidays. You really? Know? Yeah. Or if I needed to do laundry. Even yeah. though you're, like, right across the water? I didn't have a car until my mm. senior year. I guess it was kind of hard, and they don't have, like, Uber and stuff. No. We, we, taxis no, expensive. There were t- when I came home for holidays and stuff, I'd catch a ride. We had, we had ride boards. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I'm dating myself. Bulletin <laughs> boards in the campus center, and you put little... <laughs> postcard things of hey i'm driving to dc anybody want to ride and help share the gas you know yeah and i would call the person and say yeah i need to go you know i need i need to ride to newport news and it's like exactly pay you a few bucks so i was exactly 35 minutes from my dorm steps to my driveway and they were going all the way up to northern virginia and they're like i'm like yeah take this exit and they're like what already <laughs> and I give them like a dollar two dollars for gas and said all right pick me at five o'clock on Sunday you know and I'd go home for the weekend and get a we would do that's what we did back then you know oh, wow. right shared rides with other students but anyway so um so yeah it was weird that you wanted to like leave but yeah I mean at first I went to VCU and then I came back home and I finished ODU and I couldn't wait to get out again and especially after living with you guys again for a few months <laughs> before yeah. I graduated. Um, that was a real good kick in the butt to be like, all right, yeah, let's just really motivate myself to apply to grad school and go wherever. I mean, I even applied to grad school in Florida. Um, not that I had to go down there. It was an online program, but I could have. Yeah, that that was a shock. I, I chose D.C. Do you remember D.C.? Do you remember like when you were you came back that last few months to save up because you had a, the all your applications and the GMAT. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the GMAT price. and the application. Like, I mean, all the master's applications were at least $100 each. And then you had to take that GMAT, and that was 300 or something? Oh, yeah. The GMAT was a few hundred. So you were like, I can't afford rent and pay all this stuff. So you moved back. But then, I mean, it was like my rent. That was how much my rent was. Well, then, in, and then like the week of Christmas, you're like, I'm moving out next week. I was like, no, it was January. Well, you said you're moving out. You told me, you know, right around Christmas time. Mm-mm. I moved out in January. But you told me about it. Like you said, by the way, I'm moving no. out. No. I thought it was Christmas time. Did you? Just... No. Because we had to get, that's when we got our cat zero because you took Chloe. Oh, no, no, no. This is the first time I moved out. When I moved home from VCU, that was when you got zero after I moved out then. Oh, that's true. You that <laughs> you're, you're mixing no. the two. Okay, but then the second the second time, time it was January. I remember because you, it was like a slap in the face again because you were like, "Mom, I'm sorry, but I'm moving out. I can't take it. I can't. I can't take you guys anymore, or something like that." Way yeah. you, the way you worded it, it was well because like, like I'd be trying to sleep on the couch or study or do my homework, and the boys would just be like crazy loud in their rooms with their music. Or they come playing video down. games, or they come, right come stomping down the stairs, go in the kitchen, and go be in the loud. kitchen and be loud, and I would just be like, dude, like, 
try to be respectful. They like, didn't. They were. They. I they did not care at all. They were trying to be loud on purpose. Yeah, I think they were and doing it was on purpose. So, it was so mean. They were just really mean to you. Yeah, I hated it too. And I was like, I would tell them, I was like, guys, your sister's trying to sleep. You know, can you? I mean, I know every time you open the refrigerator door and a cabinet door you hear it but at least you don't have to slam it you right know? and um they just didn't care it was horrible and yeah. i felt so bad but um but when you told me you were leaving it was just like you didn't give much notice just by the way i'm moving out in a couple days i'm like well yeah or something like, like that i was like it was like what? one night i couldn't stand it anymore and i was so angry i just looked at craigslist i found my apartment i talked to them i said can i come see it the next it was like the next day mm-hmm and they were like, yeah, it's okay. And so I came to see it the next day. It was like Saturday. And I think the next day after that, you go, by the way, I the, went and saw the, an apartment. I, just, I decided, I, I, t- I took some time to think about it. I took like 24 hours to think about it or something. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But you couldn't take Chloe. Yeah, but I couldn't take Chloe. It's like Chloe had to stay with you guys for a few months. Uh, it was six her, months or so. I had her for a year. No. It wasn't until you moved into that. Um, wasn't until wait, did I have her in DC? Mm-hmm. No, when I first moved to DC. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, because remember we had to sedate her and you drove. Oh, that's her, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trisha got the. Um, Trisha came up to help us move all your stuff in. Right. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so we did take her up there. Yeah, I remember now. But I, I remember, remember now. I'd had her for quite a while. I thought it was about You a had her for like six months at least. At least. It was at least six months. it was January. January, then I moved in August, so it was a little over six months. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so that was... so... Rough times. But was that... Was that a... um, But things have definitely changed, because, like, we talk more now, and you and I, we... Like, I call you all the time, and text you all the time, but, like, it took me a long time to get to that point where I was, like... I think we had to, like, have a sit-down conversation and be, like... Because I think for a while, I was, like, I can't hear you talk about this. I can't listen to you when you say talk about this stuff. It's just... It, it's hard for me or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I had to, like, have those conversations with you. I think a couple of times, just, like, Mom, can we not talk about... I don't want... I don't care what Chris is doing. I'm, like, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it upset you that much. Yeah. And um, even today, you know, you have issues with him and mm-hmm. I just mentioned earlier something he put on Facebook and you laughed at it but then I thought as I was reading it to you I thought oh she probably doesn't want to hear this you well I, mean, I was gonna see it anyway because I have the notification from the picture but anyway I just but I think about that mm-hmm. you know because I know how you feel about him but um I mean I'm trying to mend that relationship but it takes two people to do that yeah I can't do it all on my own yeah well you mended it with your brother your younger brother so, yeah, I've worked on that a lot. Um, so y'all are good. We're pretty good. I mean, we're not like besties. Well, no, by but any means, but you could pick don't. up the phone right now. I and could call pick up the phone and call him. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's, you know, like I said, y'all are good. Um, um, but I feel like I don't know. Like I'm noticed. I am noticing more recently that you are calling me more and I love it. And I think, Oh, I should have called her. I should call you more. I should yeah. take up my phone. Cause especially now that I am working from home. Yeah. But then I know you're working from home. I don't want well, to disturb I mean, you at work. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm working from home right now. I'm busy. And then sometimes I'm not busy at all. 
um, it's been like so up and down. Like it's like either I'm really busy or I'm not busy. <laughs> you know? and like, so then I'll call you and I'm like, yeah, I'm not busy. <laughs> I think some of the things that helped me is the fact that I started realizing as the years went by that more and more people have anxiety, more and yeah. more people that I know or their I know or they have, their children have it, mm-hmm. and we've been talk we can talk about it. Like this person who I mm-hmm. has and I said, yeah, my daughter has anxiety too. Um, and then I didn't know Michelle had it, you know, mm-hmm. we have, we have mutual, we know mutual people that have it. And, um, of course, just in general, Does Michelle have it diagnosed. I don't know. Or she just thinks she has it. But I know she's taking medicine, I think. But she must said. be diagnosed. Then. So, um, just over the year, like recent years, mental health awareness has grown. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more information out there. Even when I'm not looking for it, it'll pop up on my Facebook. So I read those posts, and it's helped me to understand. And um, uh, like you said, we've had friends that have or had depression. We've got mutual people who have committed suicide. And, yeah. Um, you know, so I've become more aware, and I'm more open. I don't say open, but, you know. But anyway, so I feel it, and the fact that obviously as years go by, you're you're growing older. Yeah, I'm not, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but no, but you're becoming. Um, you've gotten. You've bought a house. Yeah, you've gotten married. We just bought you, a new car. You bought. You know, you got. You've gotten. You've changed jobs. You've gotten promotions. Yeah, you're getting more response. You become an adult. Yeah, and I can talk to you more as an adult. Mm-hmm. The last nine years or whatever you want yeah. to call it or maybe five years after you got out of college and you started working and I hate that you're in DC and I'm over I'm down here in Hampton Roads and um we're not neighbors yeah <laughs> I know na- I know I, I like that we we're, we just we're down here for a day trip right now but like we're coming back next weekend for Mother's Day and it's like um it's nice that we can do that yeah but like at least we're not like uh, uh, California far away, you yeah, know? Not, yeah. So, I mean, Indeed. it's not, like, impossible to come and visit, but, yeah, I understand. But, yeah, so, um... But, yeah, like, when you talk to other people and about them, like, and their kids, whatever, is it, like, in a patient situation, or is it just, like, in our... Co-workers. Co-workers. Or, or patients. I mean, whoever. Um, a mutual friend. I mean, not mutual, but, you know, a friend who might be saying something. And do you guys, like, talk about... Like, what you, like, what do you talk about? Like, what comes um, up? They'll say something like, well, like I just told you, I have some uh, peers in my career that are um, stressing about going back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we, we're in the dental field, so we're exposed. We have a high risk yeah. of being exposed. And they're hearing them say, my anxiety is through the roof and I don't know what to do. And yeah. I, I, I'm looking at them like, oh my gosh, you know, if that, if they had said that like 10 years ago, yeah. I would be like, oh girl, just get over it. Right. I'm, I'm scared too. Right. I don't want to go back to work. But the fact that she says my anxiety is getting worse and I'm having all these issues yeah. and I'm pa- having these panic attacks. Oh my God. I can relate now. Cause I was like, oh my God, you know, this is, I'm so sorry. You know, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. You have more empathy. Yeah, I yeah. do. And I, and I know that it's a, re- you know, back then it's like, oh, whatever. But now it's, I know it's a real thing and it can cause physical illness and yeah so because of you like some people you've opened my eyes to all that yeah some people when they have anxiety they don't eat 
Um, I tend to drink more. Sometimes I get insomnia. Yeah. You can't sleep and stuff. Like I used to have really bad insomnia a couple years ago or a year ago, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, it can be really bad for some people like, and not being able to sleep. And then like, then you want to sleep through the day. Like there are times when I actually would take off days of work because I had insomnia so bad. I, I ended up finally falling asleep and then my alarm would go off in the morning and I'd be like, I just got to call out of work today. That's the worst. You know? But yeah, I think our relationship is way better. Like I said, um, I, like I said, I know part of it's due because you're becoming an adult. We can relate to things now. You understand mm-hmm. what a mortgage payment is and mm-hmm. why I had to, why I was Freak so tired, yeah. why I would be so tired working all day. And you're like, let's go. And I'm just like, I, I, I you know, I got to go to work tomorrow. I can't yeah. just do that. You know, I got to pay, I got bills to pay. Yeah. And you understand when I say I've got bills to pay you, now you get it. Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that you're, you know, you know, responsible adult, but then the fact that all these years of um, like mental health awareness being, you know, so high now and people yeah. are not afraid to talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing. But yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think we're good now. I didn't want to admit some of the stuff I admitted earlier. Cause I don't want to think that I didn't love you or I don't know. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I wouldn't think that because you know, um, don't cry. I'm not <laughs> I like I said, the nobody's word, crying on this podcast. The yet. Word, there's no crying in podcasts. No. Um, no, just the fact that I felt horrible later when you told me that you had gone through all that, and then I felt really bad when, um, you know, I couldn't be there for you. I didn't know, you know, you were going through all that, and then, yeah. you know, there's a we had a few bad, like the time you ran away, and I didn't know where you were. That's, yeah, that was very scary. So I hope. You know, no mother ever has to go go through any of that, especially you know. Yeah. But um. But yeah, yeah. we're good now. <laughs> the end. We're no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're real good. But no, yeah. So that that's that's all of the questions I had for you today. Um, there probably won't be a second interview. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, so. Thanks, guys. Uh, We're going to wrap it up, and I hope you guys have a great Mother's Day. And we'll talk to you guys in a week or so. I don't know when we're doing our next episode. You know, we're trying to do it weekly, but you never know. We always do. This wasn't too painful. (laughs) No, it wasn't. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.